Welcome to another episode of the Life Creative Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you get the most from your creativity, offering you inspiration, suggestions, and discussion. So let's get on with the show. What's up, everybody? And how are you doing from a windy, dark Texas here? It's about five o'clock in the morning when I'm recording this, and it's obviously dark outside, and it's very windy, and I can hear... You know, those wonderful dry fall autumn leaves falling out the trees and the wind scraping them along the concrete outside. It's kind of that nice, almost sort of creepy horror movie kind of soundtrack to it. And I just love it. One of the things I love about this time of year is always, you know, it's a good excuse. Halloween's coming. You can sit down, watch all those really terrible old horror movies and thrillers. I, I really like the old ones. And sometimes, you know... The worse they are, the better they are. I love the B-movies. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I was just reminded of one of my favorite movies, which is Arsenic and Old Lace, which is a movie with Cary Grant. It's a Frank Capra-directed movie. It's a great film. And, you know, because one of the scenes that I remember, all that always remember from it, is anytime there's an outside shot, it's always dark and there's always these leaves blowing around in the wind and it sets a great atmosphere I don't know sort of what time of year the movie is set in I don't recall I don't even not even sure if it mentions it but I always remember those leaves blowing around outside and when I hear them outside my my window here at my home office it always reminds me of the same thing and it's just it's a little creepy but it's kind of fun but you know you should definitely check out if you've never seen it, Arsenic and Old Lace with Cary Grant, it's a wonderful movie. It also has, uh, of course, Raymond Massey, and, you know, uh, he's always creepy, right? But uh, you should definitely check out the film. You know, there's a lot of great people in there. Peter Laurie's in it as well. You may remember him from The Maltese Falcon. Kind of creepy anyway, but great film. And, uh, you know, if you're like me and you like to sit down and watch these old films... Um, it's not exactly a horror or a thriller, but I, I guess it kind of is a little bit. If you're one of the guys that uh, get killed off by the two aunts and, spoiler alert, buried in the basement, uh, yeah, that's kind of creepy. Anyway, love those old films. So, you know, that that's just some a memory that was sort of striking me as I was preparing to record this and hearing the weather outside. But this time around, what I want to talk about is kind of a bit of the the wonderful universal language it struck me the other day of of making things, right? And it's kind of hard to describe, but I'll, I'll give it the best shot. You know, um, photographs, paintings, sculptures, you know, anything that we create, writing, anything at all, you don't have to speak the same language as the person that created it to really appreciate what they're saying and kind of feel that communication with them now when it comes to writing of course you know yeah it may be in a language you don't understand but that's not always you know a a big factor if you think back to you know I'm often reminded of some of those scriptures they would show me at school when I was a kid back in England and they would show you these wonderful sort of documents and you know always flamboyantly written beautiful calligraphy um a lot of them would be in like Latin, things like that. I don't speak Latin. I don't know what the hell it said. 
but you can just appreciate the typography of it, right? You get a, a feel for it that way. And, you know, it's the same with artwork, right? You don't necessarily be able to speak the same language as a, a painter, for example, to be able to really feel what they're trying to tell you in this picture and, you know, communicate it with you. It's just a feeling that you have. Same with sculptures and anything else, really. So, you know, I kind of feel like creativity, in a way, is kind of a universal language, very much in the same way that they say that, you know, math is considered to be a universal language, and that's true, right? I mean, it's math crosses the divide of uh, languages, you know, across the planet, and depending on who you ask, they would even say that, you know, maybe one day when we finally communicate with other planets, uh, math would be the way that they're expecting that to go as well. So I don't see why creativity isn't the same thing. I mean, after all, we, you know, made the gold disc, put that on uh, Voyager and send it out into space and some music on there and some speech. But anyway, the whole point here is that you get the opportunity to communicate to people without really having to do it verbally uh, most of the time, right? Uh, and even then, you know, you, you still have these ways of communicating, communicating verbally. I, I've I'll be honest, I've never understand what they're singing about in opera. But, um, you know, obviously there's a communication there as well. So it's just something I was thinking about this week. And I, I think it was because I was listening to another podcast. And I can't remember which one it was. I listened to an awful lot. And it just got me to thinking about it. And about, I know it was a photography one. And how, you know, a lot of these kind of street photographs that you see and sort of social commentary images tend to try to communicate with the viewer without, you know, the need to talk to you directly, right? You know, verbally. Um, you get it through the visuals. There are, you know, so many images that come to mind, and I'm sure as you think about it now, you can think of so many instances where an image spoke to you in a way that, you know, reading about it wouldn't have done it, having had a conversation wouldn't have done about it, done anything for you, but seeing it there as an image in front of you just causes you to pause and think about it, right? You know, there's a couple of paintings as well that come to mind over the years that, uh, you know, have done the same thing for me as well, and I'm sure they have for you. So it's just something to think about as you're creating and sharing that, you know, you are communicating in so many different ways with the viewer of your work or the the listener, whatever it may be. So just something to think about there this week. And with that, I will leave it there and see you next time.